0: You're listening to Do What You Want Radio, a podcast series for creative entrepreneurs, freelancers, and those ready to learn how to do what they want. I'm your host, Jordan Heffler. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Do What You Want Radio. I am hanging with the founders of Power Pump Girls, and they're sitting right here, so I'm going to have them kind of take it over to explain exactly what Power Pump Girls
1: is. Um, Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Shereen. Hi, it's Raina. And um, we're actually happy that Jordan corrected herself. Yeah, I almost did it. (laughs) Yeah, because I think a big part of... Well, not a big part. We kind of want to talk today about Raina and I not actually being power pump girls. We are some power pump girls, but we're the founders of it. And we're trying to redo the narrative and let you guys know, I guess, that it's mainly you that's a power pump girl and not necessarily, like, us as the founders. Right. Yeah,
2: so we do get that a lot, and it's understandable when we're in public or we meet someone, they're like, you're the power pump girls. But really, what we intended and what it is is Power Pump Girls is a community. And so when we see a boss babe out in public or we meet a new girl who's doing her thing, like, you're a Power Pump Girl, too. And so what that is is our mm, nonprofit organization. (laughs) Um, And we are dedicated to providing women with resources and connecting them with one another just to make our community a better place. Um, Our focuses are kind of on business type things, career development, networking, and providing resources to help you further your business or your career. But we're all into social events and just building a community of women for women. Um, So yeah, that's Power Pump Girls. And we are the founders. Yes.
1: (laughs) Well, I kind of want to like segue a little bit on that because when you start a business, you're so into branding Mm -hmm. and we definitely branded that wrong. Like, (laughs) you know, like I think that we did brand ourselves as the power pump girls. um, And so just having to like, as a creative, take a step outside of what it is that you do on a day to day basis and try to highlight, you know, what it is that you actually want. So I think next you yeah. know, like for us well, it's creating that first
2: Yeah. So our intention was always to build something bigger than ourselves, but I think Shereen was right in saying like at first we didn't identify that yeah, it's not just the two of us. And so now we're kinda of reversing that narrative, like, no, this all of you women are power pump girls right. and we're in it with you, but it's not just us kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like that's something I talk about when I talk to people about like branding or have like not speeches, but presentations on branding and how it's like, especially with personal branding, where it's so personal that you need to have room with your branding to let it breathe and evolve as you do. And so, yeah. it's not like a failure if you have to like change something. It's yeah. kind of just like how it naturally evolves, yeah. either aesthetically or the mission or whatever their focus is. So, I think that's completely natural. And y'all have yeah. only been doing it for a little bit, so yeah, a year? going
1: on two years in two? March. Wow, yeah, that happened, but bad. only <laughs> a year like under our belt. Yeah, yeah as a nonprofit. Yeah. yeah, as a nonprofit, but then, like, as for-profit. Because even that, that evolved. That like, <laughs> we started, yeah, we started as a for-profit business. And then every, like, we would speak with our mentors, and every part of it to them sounded like a nonprofit. And Raina and I are very community-driven. Um, and so we were, I mean, it was a struggle trying to figure out if we wanted to go the nonprofit route or stay for-profit. But I think just, like, in this whole process of developing a brand, um, it's for sure a learning experience, and I like the word that you used, evolved, because it has evolved mm-hmm. so much from the very first day of Reina putting on the fuchsia pumps and hashtagging Power Pump Girls, which is where we got the name from. <laughs> well, I was about to just ask, how did all this start? Give me like a okay. beginning. <laughs> we love telling this story. It's my favorite so,
2: one. Um, yeah, Shireen usually tells it better, but. Usually, I mean, what happened was <laughs> what happened was <laughs> we are event coordinators by trade, so that was our for-profit, and I think going back to that, that was a reason why we were hesitant to go the nonprofit route, and we can touch on that again. But it was outside of our comfort zone; that was something we had never delved into. So, for-profit event planners were event coordinators were in business together, and one day I'm just at lunch, and I'm in my like hot pink. Suede pumps, and I Snapchat a picture of them just because I was feeling myself, <laughs> and I captioned it "Power Pump Girls," and I got so many DMs, and people were like, "What is power?" Or oh, it was like "Power Pump Girl," yeah, and everyone's like, "What is Power Pump Girl?" Is that the name of your shoe brand? Like, what is that? Is that a thing? And even Shireen was like, "Wait a minute, that's like catchy. That's something." Yeah. And all along, as event coordinators and business owners, we've been trying to figure out a way to give back or do something impactful outside of making money in town. Like we knew we'd established ourselves as business business owners and influencers, but we didn't feel like we really had like a touch point with the community and we wanted something that really could give back and be impactful. And so in that moment, Shereen was like, I think that's whatever it is we've been looking for. And so it kinda of just developed from there. We had the name and then from there we're like, how do we make this a thing? What
1: is that thing? And so I think how we found that thing is Rand and I took a step outside of ourselves again. And we were like, what's like that one thing that all of our friends come to us about? Or what's that one thing that we both feel that we're naturally good at? Mm -hmm. And it was people. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, well, our friends were super excited for us when we started our event business. And they had like a gazillion questions. And Rand and I were like we are not the experts. Like, I don't know if you should actually listen to what we're saying (laughs) as far as like being business owners, but we found ourselves being in that position a lot. And then it evolved into, okay, well maybe that's the touch point. Maybe sharing what it is that we've learned along the way with women. Maybe that's how we incorporate, you know, what power pump girls is going to be in the community. I think that goes along with, um, positioning yourself as an expert
0: in what you do and that doesn't necessarily mean that you've mastered what you do it's just that you're an expert on what you've experienced right because it's your experience so that makes you an expert of what you've gone through right and so i think um everyone has that imposter syndrome of like we don't actually know what we're talking about (laughs) but you really might because someone might not want to like know how to do something perfectly they just want to know how you did
2: it right and i think We've done a pretty good job, if I can brag on that, of being transparent. Like, we've Mm -hmm. had some major flukes in our whole story and our experience, and we share that because if I can save you some steps or if I can teach you along the way what we've had to go through to learn it... Um, and I think that's how we're so relatable to people because we keep it real. We keep it honest. Mm-hmm. We tell you what's happening. Um, but we did find that that was like our undiscovered gift was people and helping them get to the next step that we may be a few steps ahead. We're not the complete flawless expert, but we do know a few things that could help you.
1: And I think just being able – I think maybe only being a few steps ahead is a really good sweet spot mm-hmm. because you can still speak the same language as those who are getting started because you remember – Mm -hmm. You remember very well. Because it was a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know the steps versus someone who may be, like, the CEO of a Fortune 500 company that, truthfully, I don't remember doing that. I did that in my college dorm room a gazillion years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whereas for us, it's like, we just did it. You know, we've experienced this. This is something you're going to have to face, and this is how we navigated through that. And I think, you know, just being able to reach back and talk that same language, like Raina said, keeps you relatable.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that's something I struggled a lot with when I was
0: trying to decide if I wanted to launch online workshops because I sat at home and I was like, I don't actually know much. Or like, <laughs> everyone knows what I'm about to teach. Why would they pay for it? Why would they want to listen to me? Like, why yeah. would I? Why would anyone listen to my podcast? Why would anyone do anything? And then you realize that just because you're a step or two ahead makes you still knowledgeable about what you're doing. And there's always going to be people steps ahead of you. So then yeah. you can learn from them. And it's like a big domino effect. And yep. it's not like you have to know all the answers. You just have to know some of them. Um and I think that's something that a lot of creative people struggle with but I don't know if anyone's ever really gotten ahead by being stingy with their knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. It yes. seems that like it seems counterintuitive because from a business mindset you're like I don't want to give my trade secrets cuz right. I worked so hard to learn them. Yeah. And I think there's truth to that, to that depending on what it is and there's ways to monetize that knowledge but at the same time being open and transparent about what you do and your experiences if nothing else get, like builds trust with your like consumer or mm-hmm. supporter or patron or whatever. Yeah. And if nothing else gets them to want to purchase your product or your service or trust in you later, it's kind of like a reverse psychology thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I think y'all have done a really good job of that, of like helping to empower local people yeah. um, and women with giving information about how you've succeeded sure. or struggled. Our
2: nature at like, at the core of it, we are givers in general. And so mm-hmm. that's going back to that. We were just trying to figure out a way to do something. And then we were like, wait, we've been doing it all along. Let's like amp it up a little bit. Um, going back to what you said, like, even the people who are ahead of us, when we call on them to give back to our Power Pump Girls community, they're all for it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's really about just surrounding yourself with people who aren't afraid to share and work together. We always go back to collaboration over competition, like, on any level, whether you're three steps ahead, a thousand, like, when we work together, we're better together, and so I think that's what drives the Power Pump Girls community, is that we're not afraid to ask for help within the community, and then just enforcing that mantra within it yeah so what are some things that the power
0: pump girls organization does or offers
1: um so i mean that has evolved i think when we first started um our very first interview was actually with 225 magazine with a brunch which was our launch of mm-hmm. what Power Pump Girls was going to be to the community. You were there. That um, was the launch of Power Pump? Yeah. yeah. I had felt like it had already been around at that Everybody, point. Everybody said that. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. And again, that comes because Raina and I are event planners by trade. Yeah, And there were certain things that we were just naturally good at and atmosphere and like creating something that looks and feels like it had already been there with something that we didn't really realize we were good at. Yeah. Um Oh, that was the launch. I had no idea that was the launch. Yeah. I I really thought that, like, oh, I can finally make it to one of these things. <laughs> no. That was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Um, so, yeah, wait, wow. that was August
2: 2017. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, And that was for-profit at right, that time. Right, um, And then March 18. Yeah, March of 2018 non-profit. was non-profit. Okay. So March of 2019. Well, look I mean, at y'all, y'all fooled me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I think, like, we started off with a brunch and then we wanted to do a workshop series which we did do some of um and then life just got super busy and that's like the nature of the beast when mm-hmm. you're uh creative or an entrepreneur or a freelancer um you have like a gazillion plans and ideas that you want to do and sometimes it just gets so overwhelming that you can only do some of them mm-hmm. and so in our first year we had a plan to do like 12 workshops the brunch and then we ended up only doing like four workshops mm-hmm. in the brunch but even in doing that the whole time on the back end, Raina and I were focusing on building a foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were okay with that trade off and saying, okay, we don't have 12 workshops, we have four, but now we have a solid foundation of what this is and how we can make it sustain longer than our existence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so now what we do is we still have social events. Some of them are free. We've been able to do that because we're now a 501c3. So we have private donors who believe in our mission and believe in uh, progressing the female community in Baton Rouge. So we have some free socials. Then we have um, workshops mm-hmm. that are meant to provide women with resources and things that, like, we've had to learn along the way. Again, like mm-hmm. MailChimp, how to use integrations, how to send it out, how to be consistent. We're not really <laughs> consistent. We actually admire you because every time <laughs> you send out a newsletter, Anna and I are in our, like, shit. I
2: know. I can,
1: Like, did you read it yet, Shereen? Like, yeah, I was like, shit. We're already put out another one, and, like, we're, like, two behind. Like. No, I try to do it every
0: Thursday, and it just copy. You're, consistent. No, you're well, very consistent. I don't think I've missed a week, knock on wood, but I've you definitely haven't. missed a week blogging, and I've tried to have a, have a new blog post in each newsletter, and oh. there's been some where it's been the same blog from last week, or I just, like, linked to an old one. I'll tell you
1: what. We haven't we noticed. Haven't noticed. <sighs> it,
0: that was my big goal for all of last year, yeah. and it's it's not easy, and, like, today's Thursday. It's supposed to go out at six o'clock. <laughs> haven't done it. It's <laughs> the same thing I said to my my interview last Thursday when I was like, <laughs> oh, it's six o'clock, still haven't done it. So i yeah. it out. But no, I admire y'alls because you have a lot of amazing content in there mm-hmm. whereas oh, i'm just nice. like i did this this week i watched this netflix show there's <laughs> <No, but it's
1: laughs> a tip it's relatable and, yes
2: and it speaks to your audience yeah so, like we're in your audience you're in ours it works like it yeah just, it's whatever you're offering for that Wait, community. time out and y'all call yours the shoebox right yeah well, our vlog. vlog is the shoebox
0: okay yeah. no i love that whole <laughs> term with the shoes i love all yeah. like the kitschy branding it's so yeah. cute yeah
1: and that that in itself was something that's like Rand and I will be somewhere, and an idea will literally just deposit into our brains. We're like, "Oh, we gotta do." So- we will not even have a plan for it. But if there's a name for it. We will find a plan yes. for it. And well, <laughs> all about like the catchy phrases, yeah. and names. Like we won't we'll even plug have a plan. No, nope. we'll just say, "Okay, we need to find something to do with that name." Yeah, which we'll get to that later because <laughs> we actually did that with our next endeavor with mm-hmm. Power Pump Girls. Yeah. So if you want to touch on, so what yeah, else we, we do. do
2: workshops, socials. We are now that we're. A nonprofit are going to be hosting some fundraisers this year, and then um, the newsletters and the blog. So those are resources that are free to our community that we try to get out as consistently as we can. But they link whether it's worksheets or you know organizational tools or a how-to on budget management, whatever it is, because we are focused on career development and business strategy. We try to get those resources out as frequently as we can. So. Um, Going into this year, our newest
1: endeavor. We have actually two programs that we're rolling out this year: um, the influencer program, the influencer program. Yeah, so we want to change what the word influencer means. You know, everyone on social media is now an influencer, and that basically means you just have a shit ton of followers, and <laughs> you know, you get free shit all the time, and you post about it, and it influences other people to get it right. So kind of what we wanted to do was to use our platform to empower women in the community to do something that speaks to their heart. Um, With our first one being um, a young girl out of New New Orleans. She reached out to us. just wanted to hang out. And when we talked to her, we were listening to the things that, like, tugs at her heart and that she's passionate about. And one thing that she was really passionate about doing was a park cleanup. Like, she wanted to go into a national forest or a national park and, like, just... You know, sort of like it. a passion for stewardship of the earth. Of the earth. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. being a clean,
2: responsible earth dweller.
1: Yeah. And for us, I mean, if you're so passionate about something, One of our pillars is to empower you to be able to do that, Um, and we do that through funding. And so the influencer program will be Raina and I funding that project for her and helping her get the logistics behind it. So now she's an influencer. She can Mm -hmm. influence the people around her to make better choices about their straws or recycling Mm -hmm. or going out and do community cleanups. And so we're trying to create a new narrative behind what the word influencer means Mm -hmm. well you're just going back to what it used to mean yeah (laughs) basically basically. yeah like basically and so like so that's like our first program rollout and then we're doing hustle hall
2: yes hustle hall is our new membership platform that we're rolling out in february and so one of the quotes shereen came up with i came up with power pump girls but Shireen, when we were on a work trip in la we were working on something I don't even remember, but I know we were in the hotel and I remember when she said it and we were like, Oh shoot, we need to find something for that phrase. Yeah. She was like, If you can't hustle, you can't hang because we were just kinda <laughs> on a roll for that trip. Like we were running back and forth all around town, like getting stuff done. And I was like, oh, shoot, we have to do something with that. So we get back and brainstorm, and that's where we have the Hustlers shirt. Which I love. Yeah. So that's been a thing now. And and the cool thing about it, too, so Power Pump Girls is a nonprofit, but what I love about it is that we're not traditional. So everything we've done together as business partners and life partners – has been so non traditional, and even with us being a 501c3, most people think like fundraisers, galas, and you donate online. Like, yeah. we're doing merch and events, and like mm-hmm. all those things count as fundraisers for the nonprofit, yeah. but it's cool and it speaks to our generation and in a way. Them, it's opportunity. It's, it's a new generation. Games. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like not a charity that you feel bad for and you want to donate. You know, like, oh, I want that shirt, and it's helping to fund this great work in the town. Like, I'm going to support that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Hustle Hall kind of developed developed from that phrase and that like idea um so we're going to be a membership based nonprofit as well and so with access to this membership portal you'll get um monthly content whether that's e-courses and workshops downloadable resources that we were already offering for free and now yeah. it's just like an added perk mm-hmm. as a membership um and then we're also going to have monthly playlists and like fun content from the both of us. It's going to live in this space called Hustle Hall, which will be online. Um, so it's just another branch from what Power Pump Girls is here in Baton Rouge mainly because we've been getting a lot of feedback from women who aren't in town but New they want to be Chicago, involved. New Chicago, Atlanta mm.
1: Australia. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So the word is spreading and,
2: and even in Baton Rouge women have been asking like I want to get involved I want to get involved and we're like you are you're a power pump girl.
1: Like, but there's hey. no real touch point on yeah. like, how yeah. you're a power pump girl. They're know? like how do I
2: sign up? We're like sign up for our newsletter but that's not <laughs> enough. Like, right. So this is the next step to like amp it up like, okay, now you're a member of Power Pump Girls and your membership is funding this nonprofit work in Baton Rouge and beyond because obviously we want to expand it outside of the Baton Rouge walls. But right. um, so that's the next step is Hustle Hall. Yeah. Well, I feel like y'all walk the
0: talk because <laughs> all of that just, s- not like, stressed me out. Not, like, <laughs> not, not in a bad way, but just because, like, y'all hustle. Like, yeah. y'all are super busy. Yeah. And it's obviously, like, living and breathing your brand. For sure. Um, how do you... Because you're still doing your event business,
1: too. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all keep everything balanced between the two of you and just, like, everything? I just think that's the actually things. the gift is that there's two of us. Yeah. Um, because, it, yeah, there's... It's always <laughs> accountability, you know? Like, I mean, some days I'm just not feeling work, you know, and same for Raina. And on those days, like I have extra, you know, breath in me where I can knock out 10 of those emails, I can, you know, organize this event and get it together. Um, But I think that time management is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know, like, a lot of times we're working remotely, like we're not always in the same space at the same time. And so even trying to navigate that, you know, there's this, there's this, like, idea that all entrepreneurs just, like, have it together, and, like, everyone knows, like, on the back end, we're all, like, going haywire, and nothing's, like, really connecting for us, you <laughs> that's know? the whole point of this podcast, yeah. is to rip down that, like, wall that people think Yeah, like, is. it's... That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you I wish, know. like, we could wear t-shirts that says, yeah, today I didn't bathe, because I had to do this, 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 yeah. this, and this, you know? Like, I sat in the um, post office today for 30 minutes to send off two shirts. Like, mm-hmm. we're not... You know, it's like but we make it work Mm -hmm. you know I think there's a a real synergy between us in the beginning I think one thing that we did that's just been beneficial throughout our whole journey was identifying our strengths and our weak points like what are you really good Mm -hmm. at and letting her flow in her gift and then the same with me and then if there's places that overlap where we're both weak we just try to make it work together Mm -hmm. so do y'all
0: have like definitive like lists of what each other does or is it kind of just depending on
2: the day kind of unspoken but yes so like with our event business Shireen was always good with like budgeting and numbers so she would be the first one to like get the client budget break it down this is where we're spending money cool I would draft the contract just because I had experience with like writing and I would make sure like all the grammar and stuff was correct and then send that off um. So when it kind of transitioned over to Power Pump Girls, when it comes to, like, copy or, like, verbiage, Shereen's like, can you rainify this? Like, yeah. she'll spit out an idea. <laughs> That's a verb now. <laughs> <Rain-ify>, <laughs> can you rainify this? And I'm like, yeah. sure. Then we're like, okay, we're hosting Galentine's Day on February 13th. This is our budget. This is how much we're selling tickets for, Shereen. Can you make sure we at least break even and we're mm-hmm. fundraising some? Like, so right. it's kind of unspoken. We cross over some roles, but mm-hmm. then we kind of just know who's best at what. And then when it comes to, like, business development or, like, creative brainstorming it's the both of us and then like our crew were like hey what do you think about this idea yeah so um, which I think is
1: essential because a lot of people think that like it's only you as like Jordan Heffler doing do what you want which essentially it is but you have a network of people that like maybe Eric you call on like hey Eric like what do you think about yeah, this or yeah, you, there you know ideas off of yeah and that's that's vital in business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and 90% of what I do not to sound like I'm copying
0: people but it's like ideas I've gotten from other podcasts yeah. Yeah. or other people doing it or people yeah. I aspire to be or other local people right. or yeah. whatever so it's not just like I'm divining this information right <laughs> like I'm not that smart
2: the same with us like we are not the first women's empowerment organization. We are not the first to do a t-shirt, you know, but you, the important thing is to be like unique in that. And then also like, we're big on giving credit where credit's due. Like, yeah, we also had a fun venture with, um, a cotton candy cart. Like that was a little side business we did for a little bit (laughs) because we saw, yeah, (laughs) we're hustlers. Yeah. Apparently. (laughs) But we saw a girl in LA doing it and she's like killing it. And we're like, we could do that. So, but we reached out to her, and we're like, we love what you're doing. Can you talk? So, like, never discrediting the originator, which even they are never, like, the first person to right? Discover, right. right? Everything's but, like, been done before. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But we're just big on, like, keeping it real and making sure people know that they're appreciated for those ideas, and then taking it and growing it, developing it, and making it your own, yeah. most importantly. Um, we're big on that. Yeah. So, what was one of the biggest reasons you
0: changed from for-profit to non-profit?
1: Um, wow. So and there's like a couple of like stories that al- allowed us to know that we made the right decision in doing that. Yeah. But I think um what did, like when did that I happen? don't know if it was one big
2: one. Like people kept telling us they're like so. It just sounded like a nonprofit to other people, and I remember Shireen was pushing for it for a while. And yeah. I'm like, no, she was so anti. Yeah. I'm like, the IRS is going to be at our door. Like I don't know the first thing about, about nonprofit, like compliance, <laughs> like that scared me. Like I know nonprofits get audited, like all of that. Um, but it was several people that were like. This sounds like a nonprofit, and I feel like you could get more funding for it because, especially the climate, like women's empowerment, female led movements, mm-hmm. and equality, like all of that kind of speaks to the time right now, and there's a lot of support in it. And so it was just several people that kind of reinforced yeah. it, and one day we're like, okay, we're just we're gonna do jump it. and do it.
0: So this might be a dumb question because it's sure. like in the title, but what even really is the main difference between for-profit and nonprofit? I understand that one makes money, one doesn't, but the, no, they both make they still to make money. Yeah, how
1: is it different? So I mean, and again, we're still navigating this, yeah. but for the most part, um, it's like it's we're tax exempt. Yeah, we're we're tax mm-hmm. exempt pretty much, and so I think five hundred one c three
2: is the category, and then there's categories within that, that we're yeah. learning. Yeah. Um, but basically as a business, you're tax exempt because you're providing a service to a community or someone in need. Right. Um, so our community or need would be identified as women or right. women in business. Um, and we're providing resources to them without really expecting anything in exchange. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas a business would be, Providing a service with an expectation Supply and demand. of payment. Yeah. Where, like, sense. the owner of the business gets mm-hmm. money,
0: but the owners of, or founders of nonprofits we don't you do. own Power Pump Girls.
1: Yeah, we don't own it, but we get paid. Right. Um, so, like, you can, so, you know, there are, there's a breakdown. So, within whatever money you get from your donors, some of most of it actually goes to operations, mm-hmm. you know. So that's your running a, the business. Running This <laughs> sounds like what I'm. I think I'm a nonprofit. You should definitely be a nonprofit. Breaking <laughs> even most you weeks, know? so honestly. And then at the end of the year, you know, I well, what we thought and like talking to people was that at the end of the year, you had to um, not have any profit left. Like all of your funds has, has to be used. Be, to something. Has to be used in your programs and everything like that. Um, so again, we're still learning. Like this yeah. is going to be our first year actually, like taxed. Like when we mm-hmm. file our income taxes and all of that stuff as a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even with Raina and I, we're like, oh, my God, we need a CPA. We need yeah. an accountant. And it's like, you know, it's a forever thing that we're always having. None to- of us were ever taught any of this. So. No. So it's a yeah. for real. And that's why we love what it is that we do, because we practice what we preach. Like, we don't know how to do this, but we are doing it to mm-hmm. the best of our abilities. And every time we hit an obstacle, there's someone there to help us along mm-hmm. the way. And, and we're not sh- afraid to Yeah, no, we are the first part We will cold email anybody. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I know you don't know me, but we're struggling in this. Do you think you, you know, like, can help us? Can you talk us through this? And for the most part, I mean, people are receptive, and mm-hmm. they do.
2: And I, what I do love about nonprofit structure is that no one does own it. Yeah. So although we are the founders, we will forever be the founders until the day we die. But Power Pump Girls can live on without us, and right. it will. Like that is our intention. We want this to grow and build and be something that is far bigger than the two of us. Um, and that's just how nonprofits are set up. They're meant to be foundational and to have a legacy of sorts. Right. And so, with all the bookkeeping and compliance, it will forever be marked that Raina and Shireen started this in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But years from now, it could very well be headquartered in D.C., run by someone else, mm-hmm. and right. it's ongoing. So I actually like that about That's it. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I think without even realizing it, that was part of, like, what we wanted for Power Pump Girls.
1: Yeah, and we have, like, a couple of stories that really, for us, like, did it. Um, one of them being, this is my favorite one. There's two. I'll let you tell the one about Farishay. And okay, And I'll tell yeah, the yeah. one. So I'm on a flight back from Orlando from a wedding, and Raina is in Houston hanging out with some of our friends, and my layover was in Houston. And so, like, I text her, and I was like, In well, true Shereen fashion. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm just not going to catch my connecting flight to Baton Rouge. I'm going <laughs> to stay like, in Houston. I'm coming with you all. And I'm going to party with you guys today. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't have a reason to go home. So, while I'm on the plane, there's a lady next to me that's, like, hearing me say this. And so, she's like, so where are you going? It's like, I'm supposed to be going to Baton Rouge, but I'm just going to stay here in Houston. And before I knew it, she's, like, ordering hummus and wine for the both of us. And we're talking. She has a brother-in-law that, like, is an orthodontist here. And I was like, oh, I know who he is. And so we're just, like, having conversations. So I tell her what Power Pump Girls is. And at the time, Power Pump Girls was not a real thing. (laughs) Like, it was a for-profit business. We had incorporated it, but it was not non-profit. We had applied at that point. Yeah, but for her, like, everything, again, sounded like a non-profit. And so she's like, well, you know... give me your phone number. There's maybe some way we can connect. I have a podcast studio in Houston. Maybe girls can do a podcast interview, something. So I reach out to her to just, like, follow up, like, hey, and she never responded. So I told and I was like, well, maybe it's just one of those fake, hey, I met you on the plane. You know, whatever. It happens. So a little time goes by, and I text her again for the 4th of July, and nothing. And at this point, we are a nonprofit. Right. Now we're looking for funding. So mm-hmm. I'm reaching out to you because I know that there was a way for us to connect. So she randomly emails or texts me back, and she's like, hey, didn't you say you had, like, a nonprofit? And we didn't then, but we do now, mm-hmm. so yes. And she's like, can you send me your paperwork? We send her the paperwork, and she goes ghost again. Like, what the hell is going on <laughs> with this woman? Raina is moving out of her apartment um, into another place, and she had completely moved, and she only had, like, a little bit of mail still going to her like her complex. And so I tell her, I said, just go check your mail. Maybe she sent us something. I don't know. Raina checks her mailbox and she FaceTimes me and she goes, "Shireen, she sent us $10,000."
0: <laughs> so casual. <laughs> and and the, the letter, yeah. the
1: letter was like, "Here's a little something to help you out." We're like, "We met you on a plane wait. for like a 30-minute conversation and you said, like and for us that was like, "Okay, we're on the right path. We can do this." We yeah. can do this. Like, so, you know, like if you didn't know us or anything like that, Raina and I are big believers in God and really big believers in like, you know, when you're in alignment things will show so you that you. you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And that was just one of those moments for us. Yeah.
2: So that was, like, a huge thing for us. We, we sent our thank you card. We were like, what, what else can out? we do We are like, what, do, what can we do? Like, that was crazy. We'll rake your leaves. Yeah. Like, what do you need? <laughs> do you
0: want a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, we
1: actually sent our shirt. We didn't Which is her. illegal as a nonprofit. <laughs> and we're learning that you can't send people things. You can't gift like your donors. Gifts. Yeah, you, you can't, can't gift, gift your donors.
0: donors. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know 100%, but there was something about that with because I do graphic design at Manship Theater still mm-hmm. very part-time, oh, yeah. and uh, every now and then I'll hear things about, like, there's always these changing rules and, like, being a member versus what you can get as being a member of the yes. perks. Yeah, And how it's, like, that's what we're navigating
2: now. Yeah, yeah and it's not always what you think. No. So oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So thank you to that donor, because she actually helped us fund a lot of projects in our first year. Yeah. Um, Which affected our community. Positive. So that was, like, yeah, that was confirmation. Like, okay, we're on the right track, we're doing the right thing, and maybe this nonprofit structure is right for us. Um, And then as far as, like, the mission and what we're doing in town, our favorite is when we have events or, like, are selling shirts and we see names we don't know come across the screen. We're like... First we double check that we don't know them, and then we freak out when we don't, because we're like, "Oh my gosh, this is great! Like it's spreading past our friends."
1: Mm-hmm. That I think for us that's so fun, you know? Yeah. Like people think it's like, you "No, know, right and I remember when we we hit 100 subscribers to our newsletter, we were like freaking out. Yeah. And then the first person's name that we didn't know, we were like sending pictures. This is her. She's so cute. Look at her. Oh wow god! Like we still do that. Too. I yeah. did the same thing too. Like if yeah. I get like
0: someone who does something or comments on something or buys a shirt or yes. whatever, and I'm like. You it's so exciting. Who are you? Like, yeah. are you? Where you come from? Right.
1: Yeah.
2: So we're in another donor meeting um, in White Star Market, and we're, like, pitching to get some funding for a project. And the donor is a friend of ours. She's a great person. She does a lot for the community. But we weren't doing a very good job at pitching it because she wasn't getting it. <laughs> and we were, like, about to cry because and, we were, right. like. Oh. And on our end, we're, like, well, she's our friend. Like, she's going to give us something. And she wasn't budging. She's, like, I'm not. I mean, I'm just going to need y'all to break it down. And, like, I don't get it. She's like, I'm not feeling it. She's like, maybe I can connect you with such and such. And in our minds, we're like, what? Like, <laughs> No, this is not how this is supposed to no. go. So we're close to tears at this point. So we're trying our best. We're like scrounging together whatever ideas we can. And we look over and this girl's like, are you the Powerpump girls? In like, the middle of our meeting with the And You're like, no, I'm the founder. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, you know, and moment, we're like yes, yes we are come I'm here, <laughs> and we're like yeah, hi, and so she introduces herself. She's like, I love y'all, I love your newsletters, I love what you do, and so we're like, huh? So the donor looks over. She's like, well, come here. You tell me what what is Power Pump Girls to you? And she, you would have thought we paid her. Yeah. She had the most beautiful spiel. She was like, power pump girls is everything I ever needed. I didn't even know. Like, it's my grown up sorority because after you graduate high school and college, you don't have a friend group or like a girl group to support you. And she's going on and on and on. And we're like.
1: Uh, and then we're, now yeah. we're really crying and now you're point. like we're gonna
0: hire you to be our pr person
1: actually <laughs> we put her on our board we did yeah oh yeah. So, yeah yeah she's just like spitting it
2: out and then the donor's like wow thank you for that and like everything she said was what we couldn't articulate in mm-hmm. the moment right. and so we ended up connecting with her later over coffee she's a beautiful human being we love her and she's on our board now because as a nonprofit, you have to have a board of directors so she's on our inaugural board and she's amazing but even that was like we couldn't have mapped that out better like we're struggling over here to describe our foundation. Yeah. This stranger comes up and does it perfectly, so obviously what we're doing is working, even if we can't put it into words in the moment. Like, it did something for her that affected our donor enough to send us another $10,000 check. Yeah. So, it was like,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were like, like, like okay. Soul. Yeah.
2: This is well, happening. I feel like that's, like,
0: another thing I talk about with branding is that, like, some... Because you don't always know what you're doing or what your style is or what people know yeah. you for until someone tells you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. like for me, that was like in college. Someone was like, I just love your use of color in your photos. And I was like, what? Because I like taking like creepy black and white pictures and like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. And then I always stuck with me. And so I just was like, let me just do all this color stuff. And now that's like what everyone knows me yeah. for, quote unquote. And it's like, I never would have thought of that, but someone told me that. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with having like an elevator speech. Yeah. I still don't have one. Yeah. And, like Ours is very raggedy. Well, the elevator speech, you know, is like for anyone that doesn't know, it's like yeah, something that you can say about you or your business or your position or whatever in the amount of time that you're in an elevator. So when someone asks you, like, what do you do, someone like me who does nine thousand things, uh-huh. I just like sputter and I'm like, ah, yeah, do And then I just and you end up them. Well, and then I end up talking myself down, like as if it's yeah. not a big deal. And then like so, sometimes when someone's with me, they're like, oh no, she does this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. That has <laughs> lot. And, yeah, and, yeah, and and like the other day, I was with um my friend Eric at a coffee house and um this girl came up and knew Eric and me and and I hadn't I don't think I had met her, but she was like, oh, and then Jordan does this and she has workshop about it. She's introducing me to some friend and I was Isn't like, fun? I just would have never put any of it that way, but yeah. can I just like record you and write that and down? And I was going to like, right. <laughs> yeah. Because, and then, In great words of. And it was like, great, like you said, it's something articulate someone else yeah can get from you. So sometimes it's nice to have someone like kind of put it, it into words. Great. For you. Which,
1: which shows you that your brand is a living, breathing thing because if someone can walk up on the street and say what it is that you do, And you can't do it. Says that your brand lives, you know. Like Mm -hmm. if if we can breathe it and feel it, then we can say, oh yeah, this is what this person does. This is us, and it's easy for us, like, to look on the outside and say, yeah, I know what Jordan does. Mm -hmm. Jordan does. I don't know what I do. Yeah, you do concert shoots. You do chromatic shooting, like headshots. When it's time for senior shoots, (laughs) like we're like, okay, yeah, she does graphic design. Her style is very full of cut. Like it's like we know, and it may be hard for you. And for us, it's hard for us, mm-hmm. but it lives on its own, and people people will digest it how it feels to them. Right. As long as your heart's in the right place, yeah. like, it
2: gets communicated how it's supposed to. Even though you may feel like you can't put the words together for it, it
1: like Shereen said, it has a life of its own, yeah. and it'll speak for itself, or other people will give it life, too. Yeah. Um, so that was... I feel like your brand is, like the fun girl at the party. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: thanks.
0: Well, yeah. I'm just smiling real bit because Raina <laughs> said she wanted to have like a good, cheesy, motivational quote what for me. You it? just had it. What, what was, was it? If your heart's in it, then like it'll be put out there, and communicated. <laughs> we hey. got to replay oh, this. Oh, man. Now, I'm trying to make those little quote things. And this is going to be fun because there's two of you. So I'm going yeah. to make two of oh. them. Content. Yeah. We got two posts. No, but I, I'm not trying to like force people to say something motivational. I just right. listen back to it later. But I think you may have just <laughs> had your <Ooh. the> moment. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. um, Sweet. So talking about your board, so, what was that like, choosing a board, and what are their roles? Oh, my God. We, okay, we did cry. Shireen and I cry a lot. Mainly, <laughs> mainly me. Or Shireen's like, Raina's about to cry. I cried everything. Um, that's that's ghost. <laughs> I will say, yeah, I cried everything. Quote. Um, I will say we did have a lot of prayer time on it, and we wanted to be very intentional about choosing our board because... With a nonprofit structure, that first board lives in eternity. So you yeah. will rotate out board members as time goes on, as the company grows. Because there's like multi million billion dollar nonprofits in the world. Right. Don't be fooled. Like, nonprofits make money. Right. And the more money they make, the more good work they can do. So that is totally one of our goals. But as it grows and develops, you um, may switch out board members or they have like a tenure or whatever. So in developing your first one, that is set in stone forever. And we wanted to make sure we started with a good foundation and really set the pace for what Power
1: Girls could be in years yeah. to come. Um, so we were very, very, very intentional about who we chose. And most of them actually, it, for, it really wasn't like an us choosing. Some of them found us, yeah. like Farishay Perkins in White Star Market yeah. coming up in the middle of our meeting. Like, that for us was like, okay, you get it, you understand it you want to be on our board? Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's just really like how it went. Yeah. And then everyone else were either, uh, like Dr. Elliot who owns the healthcare gallery. He's the only male on our board. Um, but for him, he never even really knew that he was the reason that Rand and I started our first business. Mm-hmm. Um, he believed in us and allowed us to throw our first event at his space for free. And we that's when we decided that we wanted to do so everyone that's on our board was like they played a vital role mm-hmm. in our life in some
2: capacity. Yeah. And so in our first board meeting, which we had no experience in, yeah. hello. Um
1: <laughs> like, like
2: welcome. We to dressed the up
1: alike, we're like, What are you gonna wear? <laughs> we were like so <laughs>
2: professional, we got our like our whole packets like our welcome packets and everything. We had a PowerPoint presentation which like, had
1: really cool gifts and like you know, LMA. We had to make a May millennial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs>
2: But we were, like, super prepared. And, like, in that meeting – and some of the people on our board had never met each other. So that was cool, too, being able to bring them together. Yeah. Um, And then just the discussions and the ideas that were thrown across the table. That's actually where the membership kind of got life-breathed into it because we had that idea, but they helped us structure it. Um, In that meeting, them, like, talking to each other and coming up with ideas and really pouring into our baby because our whole – That was hard
1: for us. Yeah,
2: like, our whole – experience with each other it's been our thing and we make the decisions Mm -hmm. and we still do technically but they're like our sounding board and for them to be just as passionate about it and really looking to have this be successful, we were, like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, this we is cried. crazy. <laughs> so they all yeah. left, and we're sitting in our office, like, we did it. This is so awesome. Like, this is going to be a thing. Like, yeah. wow, like, our dreams are literally coming true, and we're living it. Yeah. Um, that's how we felt about our office when we got Yeah. So that's what I
0: was about to ask, too. Yeah. Like, so we're sitting at my dining table with yeah. a blanket it's from Tuesday morning that on the table. Table. That yep. um, But yep. y'all have, like, a legit office. And so <laughs> that is... I mean, that's a small step, mm-hmm. but it's like bigger than most people think. Like right. I could never afford to have like an offsite office right now, well, which is
1: crazy. Yeah, and we believed it before we saw Girl. it. Like that was like a <laughs> whole <laughs> that was a whole nother thing. Like I remember so our event <laughs> business has been a business for 4 years mm-hmm. now. We so we've had a event business for 4 years. It was a real struggle to get 225 to mention us, to get any any type publicity. of any publicity. Um, but as soon as we, like, switched over to Power Pump Girls, we were 2018 people to watch, mm-hmm. and things just started, like, flowing a little bit easier. And I remember when Rain and I had our event business, one thing we wanted was an office space, but it had to look like the, the places we went mm-hmm. to in L.A. It had to be, you know, industrial. We it wanted, had. To have, we literally said we wanted old... Like, warehouse. warehouse. That's what we said.
2: And that's what it's And that's where we to. are. Like, <laughs> yeah. down to really, like, we want an exposed brick wall. Yeah. We want this. Like, everything we named, I kid you not. And we even looked for it. Like, yeah. before we got our office, we were with a real estate agent going around Baton Rouge, like, looking for. And we didn't have the money for it. Let's, let's start there. Oh, yeah. 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 We had oh, no. No, no money to make that we happen. <laughs> um, but we were visualizing it and we were really excited and nothing really worked out. And then again, when we just floated in our purpose. We were working on the event end with 368 Mm -hmm. and developed an amazing relationship with them working on their conference series, and then that's when they were moving offices, and then they offered us an office within their office. And when we
1: saw it we were like yo this is this it this is exactly what we said and we wanted. And also side note for everyone who's getting started when we got our first office Rain and I had zero furniture. We had a bean bag and we were sitting on, on it the floor, on the floor and, and the they would bag. walk by and I remember specifically I think it might have been Gus I don't know peeked into the office and he's like are you guys okay? <laughs> like like we have extra desks downstairs like what can we do? For they you? just like
2: moved from one office to the so other they so had they had furniture. Stuff.
1: This is our first office. So we're, like,
2: on the floor, and we're excited. Were, we're like, yeah, we're, we're good. Good. Whoa,
0: We can barely afford the wall. Yeah. Let's wait on the furniture. We're like, we're like, oh, we're good. We're handling
1: business. <laughs> CC Raina. Yes. <laughs> like, it was a real thing. No, we were so proud Well, that's so what people that. don't know behind your computer yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, I just, I always say that, and I keep saying that on this podcast, but it's great, because, like, I can be, like, not wearing a bra. No yeah. makeup, like, <laughs> streaming across my face. I'm like, welcome back to Do What You Want like, And no one knows. Or cares and it's great, yeah. and people don't know like what's on the other side. They don't At know all. how I do a lot of that, like with my like photography stuff. It's like people don't know I could be like in a gas station parking lot with a senior, mm-hmm. and there is like a yeah. homeless man two feet away from us, but it's like this beautiful like yeah. field of flowers, and like people don't know the surrounding backstories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of the whole fake it till you make it. But yeah. On that note, do y'all believe? Which I am sure you probably do, because y'all like full of like faith and everything. But yeah. do y'all believe in manifesting? Like what mm-hmm. happens to you? I think yeah. we
1: are super. uh I think we're visionaries. I feel like y'all are good at it. Yeah. And, but I think it's a I think it's something that we've refined and is, have gotten better at in believing more. Um, I don't know if that's like what I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, it's a I think it's more manifold
2: than just like thinking it and like wishing it. Mm-hmm. Um, with that comes a lot of like work on your end too, but yeah. it's not to say that you don't believe in a higher power or a god that can help you. Get to that next step. Um, But, like, with wanting this office and this beautiful workspace for ourselves, we put in a lot of work with other people in their offices and we traveled and did a lot of things. That goes back to us giving. Yeah, like, if you're a giver, like, what you give, you receive. So we believe that. That's yeah. that's our. We believe that 100%. we gave our time, our money, For our free. talent, mm-hmm. all of that, and with the heart and understanding, like this is going to come back to us in a good way. Whether it's not a even exchange, sometimes <laughs> they're cutting grass outside. <laughs> Someone's uh, mowing the lawn outside. <laughs> Just I hear
0: it more in my headphones. So it's always like. Oh. But, no, you keep talking. Do what talking. you want. You can mow your grass on a Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> because we pot. just, people don't know we're podcasting at 3 <laughs> yeah. o'clock on Thursday. Um, no, but so so about all that, I mean, just, like, I've read all these books on it mm-hmm. and thought on it. And
1: it's crazy how, like, the minute that you're conscious of it,
0: it happens. And that's yes. the thing. You have yes. to be
1: conscious and aware that at all times you are either creating or destroying with your words and with your thoughts mm-hmm. and with your actions. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are very intentional with every move, with every interaction that we have with another human, um, making sure that we we leave the space better than it was when we came, like leaving something behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I think we are really, really, but, our visions, like if you could see the inside of our brains like sometimes Reyna has to like reel me in she's like I get it but mm, no and it's like okay I'm just gonna keep manifesting it like (laughs) I'm gonna make it happen.
2: make it all like connect
1: (laughs) besides
0: like the office what is one of the craziest things you think y'all have like manifested for yourselves or your business
1: ooh I mean like our ability to travel now Mm -hmm. has been something that we said from the beginning we wanted to do yeah um and then being connected to like I mean like some of the bigger people in the city, if that's like a thing, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to have those contacts and resources to pull on, like one degree of separation from like the mayor or from like the governor or from like, so, you know, like. Yeah, just like, I wanna, we do that. We like, put I wanna be in, those in the rooms. room. Yeah, like, yeah. we. Okay,
2: so we're doing all these local podcasts, and we're very grateful for them, and we appreciate them, but we also see ourselves on NPR, and, oh, and we yeah. built Oprah, well, yeah. <laughs> hello, like, same, I'm like, I'm <laughs> not trying to be doing this here, yeah forever. exactly, yeah. we're like, and when Oprah interviews us, we're going to say this, and we're going to wear this, we, and, and we're we do, do that, no, like, for real, we talk, talk about so, it, so, <laughs> it's a true blessing to be here in your living room, Jordan, and I can't wait but to I'm tell Oprah. this story. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, I'm gonna tell Oprah this story. Yeah. Like, have you heard? Wait, of Jordan but Huffler? time out. Have
0: you heard Katie Silva's interview with me yesterday? Because she's one degree separation. Of yeah, I know. Oprah. Yeah, so. yep. Not yeah, that she was like, not that she was a super high up or anything. But, but it's like it for Oprah. I, I always think about that, especially with concert stuff. It's like, or like when I photograph a musician, I'm like, I. Emailed their publicist, and I photographed the musician. I'm like one degree separation of like yes. that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like I got to do um, content creation stuff for Good Die Young, which is Haley Williams' company, and mm-hmm. she's a singer of Paramore. And it was crazy because like my contact at one point was like Haley liked these photos, and I was like oh. Haley saw the photos. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but then I was like denied to shoot Paramore, so it's like we're not uh, like on the same no, page. But right. it's like you're thinking like yeah, oh it was yeah. one degree separation,
1: like, and my name was in the room, and knowing that right. So the gap just gets smaller and mm-hmm. smaller, yeah. and the the key to it all is just it doesn't matter how big the steps are that you continue to take it's just like keep taking them because mm-hmm. you're you will eventually close, close gap. that gap and you'll get there now we are in some rooms and sometimes we're like how the hell did we Literally? end up here we went
2: to a grammy party like two weeks
1: ago yeah. and we were like so
0: what are we doing here time out yeah. when did this happen? i didn't know anything about this can you elaborate yeah i mean it was like, super we got invited invite. by a
2: friend yeah. to go to this like invite only exclusive Grammy LA, party at the at the ritz, ritz. Carlton yeah. in New Orleans, like oh, and the, okay. uh, but it was like a viewing
0: party or something.
1: Hey, was, no, he was receiving a lifetime achievement award. Okay, yeah, like, from Joel the Neville. Neville. Okay. Yeah, he's a New Orleans. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. yeah. there you go. <laughs> Connection. <laughs> Hello. So yeah, that
2: was just we were like, how are we here? But we knew, like, we're joking about it, but we're also like, this is also important. Like, yeah. we're here for a reason. Like, it's not yeah. an accident. And in those steps, no matter how big or small, being so grateful in it you'll get more of those steps. Like, you'll have more opportunity to be in the rooms, to have those jobs or those gigs and those platforms. Um, and I think we're really big on that. Like we it don't reminds take It reminds me of Cardi B,
1: freedom. right? Like, everybody. <laughs> First of all, I'm <laughs> okay, a Cardi okay. B fan. Time out. That'll be your quote. Like yeah. <laughs> That's perfect, Appropriately. actually. Appropriate. Yes, yeah. So, it reminds me of Cardi B because what made her so relatable in her, like, climb was that she was oh I took a picture with Beyonce look at me I'm like so cool yeah. like oh my god today I met so and so and Raina and I are not those like girls that are like huh, yeah we're here no we're, we're girl yeah, yeah we're like yeah. oh my god we're here like and I'm in the I'm at the Ritz and I'm like yeah we're here for <laughs> several Navilla or something and Raina's like it's like we're going
0: to have to work on your pronunciation. (laughs) 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 Let me do the talking. You just look pretty. We just got here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't get us kicked out. But I think that's, I mean, because I think the same way we're we're like constantly like, I want to be in the room with so-and-so or I want to do this shoot or this thing with so-and-so but then it's like, I never really think about like I want to be so and so instead of like instead of me wanting to work for them or just yeah. for them, I want to be the person that they want to come to. Exactly. And I never flip it in my mind, and then yeah. I'm like, that's intimidating. That's too. Scary. But that does yeah. happen to you, Jordan. It because does. Allie
1: was freaking out when she met yeah. you, the girl and who wants to do the community park cleanup. Allie Calinato, she loves oh, you. That's, oh, yeah. that Allie. Yeah, she loves and you. we were like, Queen she knows Jordan, so cool. and then
2: she freaked out when she met you. So you are that person. Yeah, for some and people, it's just, like steps. Well, yeah. that is
0: crazy town so, no. <laughs> no she was really cool when I got to yeah, meet her, her. Um, I think we fangirled the first time we got to shoot with you and was that for 225 no we did something for like it was the um, the flood fundraiser headshot thing and, oh! Which, wow. which yes. I'm embarrassed by those. Like you want to redo <laughs> those anytime, still live, call me. They still me. live
1: in our Google Drive. <laughs> we love those. We I know, do I a was, new one. That's I was life.
0: going through some things with my editing, and it was very blue tone. <laughs> I remember we used an umbrella. Yeah, We used some palm. It was raining. Yep, Well, that rained. was one of those situations, too, where we had to make the best with the location and trying right. to like shoot it, and it was like a 30-minute fundraiser mm-hmm. thing. But no, and I feel like y'all And then we and through, did, through Eric, I thought.
2: Was it? No, No, we met you through that. That was our first time meeting. And then you were shooting crop. We were running crop. That's what it was. Then... We didn't realize you were besties with Eric, and we knew Eric, yeah. so it was just like, we got closer and closer. It's very incestual here in Baton Rouge. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Every episode
0: on this podcast, I'm like, if you're not from Baton Rouge and you're listening, you probably don't care about any of this, but every single person on this podcast yeah. has a connection with someone else. Yeah, or yeah that's what and we love about it. And as soon as, I, as, soon as mm-hmm. I get off one episode, someone emails me like, I want to be on, and it's like, because it's all connected, <laughs> yeah, for but sure. speaking of, do you think Matt Dawson would be on my podcast?
1: Heck yeah! <laughs> yes, we're gonna he'll be email you. Speaking of, we're hosting Crop this year. Yeah. Oh Yeah, we so, are. Yeah. And I hope I can go. That is something too that like we've never done before. Yeah. Like, and it's like okay, right? Now, I remember I was getting the text message. We were like, so are we going to do this? And okay, What are we going to do? Is oh, a big wait, deal. wait, You're hosting. We're yes. hosting. Okay, because y'all have put it yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. We used to be behind the scenes planning right. it.
0: That's funny because I had the same yeah. kind of trajectory where it's like I was working at Manship full time as a graphic designer, so I got to go. Yeah. And yes. then the next year I got to you photograph see- it.
1: Oh. And then last year I got to speak at it. Yeah. <laughs> and this year I'm
0: like, can I just go? Yeah. <laughs> can can I, I go again? There? Yeah. No. So like
1: we're hosting it and we're cheesy people so like we're Obviously. like how do we
0: that'll be great and for anyone listening that doesn't know crop is a local graphic design conference in baton rouge and it's not just graphic design it's conference it's mm-hmm. like a creative conference with an emphasis on design yeah. i think yeah. um but it's really cool it's at the shaw center and my work i think is going to still be in the gallery <gasps> while it's perfect fun.
1: so yeah april 18th and 19th something i think yeah yeah because it's supposed to come down in
0: march but then they were like oh we don't have something to stay up during crop you wanted to stay up i was like I yeah the longer my stuff's on the walls the less I have to worry about it going somewhere yeah. <laughs> I have nowhere to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be up. Anyways, I'll try to go to that. But if you are a yeah. graphic designer or a little creative person, you should go. Definitely. Networking's popping. There's lots of good merch set up because all these designers have their own Yay. like swag shops. Yep. Yep. Everything's good. I spent all my money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, Matt would definitely do but it. But yeah,
1: but so y'all have been on both sides now mm-hmm. or will be mm-hmm. on both sides will be and that's interesting because again it's something we've never done but rain and i definitely believe in just figuring it out on the way out of the plane mm, Strike my life yeah just <laughs> jump and then hey you hit a bird you, sorry <laughs> <And> <laughs> you bring up matt brought
2: up a thought matt was our first honorary power pump girl he was man. yeah um <laughs> and with the climate and everything that's going on in the nation and you know with women's empowerment. We always like to emphasize that we are not anti man at all. We actually yeah. have several guy power pump girls that we are, are very supportive. Including
1: Eric. Eric, yeah.
2: yeah. One. Eric loves y'all. Yeah. He was
0: like, tell them I said hey. He yeah, <laughs> yeah left, we left like an one. hour ago. We love <laughs> him. Um,
2: so, by no means are we like man bashing or any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, we are very much inclusive, and we have several men um, that are very supportive of what we do. And so, we just want to make sure that's understood. But Matt was definitely the first.
1: For sure. Um, yeah. Because he and
2: designed all of our stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Matt is a really talented graphic designer, and he and his wife put on the crop conference, Ariana. and he did
1: y'all's logo, right? Yep, both of them. For our, logos. our event business, for our Power Pump Girls, and for Strike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah we we can talk about. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what else uh, are we gonna talk about? <laughs> um, okay, so we do have questions? like a, a new annual event where uh, we are bringing Strike back tentatively. <clears throat> uh, we're, working <laughs> <laughs> we're working on that. We're working on that again. We have and we have a is lot strike. of goals. So, Strike is a women's empowerment conference. Um, And so, our initial idea with what Strike was going to be, we Raina and I travel to L.A. all the time for conferences, and there was just nothing like it here in Baton Rouge, or really New Orleans. Not something that, like, feels, walks, talks, and breathes like our generation. Like, there are some, but I just don't feel like it speaks to... Us. Specifically, which yeah, yeah, a lot
2: of the women's conferences locally are like women in leadership, like women's leadership, and not it's like corporate, older, yeah, corporate, yeah,
1: and it's an older generation. Yeah. Um, whereas there's a new, you know, like wave of people that are coming in that want to be freelancers. I mean, that's just the way the that's whole world the is industry. going. It's yeah, like, it's like what
0: 50 percent of millennials are like working for themselves. Yeah.
1: Now. yeah, yeah, and so like we wanted to speak to that, and so um, going forward this year. We're going to do it just on a smaller scale and let it grow organically Mm -hmm. Um, and basically just highlighting women doing cool things in unconventional ways. So, like, last year, I think one of the speakers we had, which was one of our favorites, her name was Paco, and Paco is a part of the LBGTQ community in L.A., but she's Vietnamese and uh, first generation, so her parents wanted her to go to school, be an engineer, a doctor, uh, an accountant, something like that. And it just really didn't speak to her, but she chose to go the accountant route. And she, like, handled all of, like, Hollywood's money. Mm-hmm. And she is like, a buzz cut. She's, like, tatted up. And, like, her blog is called, like, the Hell Yeah. No, the Nerd Letter. The Nerd Letter is her newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> and her
2: company is the Hell Yeah group. group.
1: Yeah. And so, like, she's this musician who does accounting, you know? And so, but, like, she's successful at it. And so, like, that's what we wanted to do was, like, Show you that you could go the accountant route and not have to, like, fit in the constructs that society used to say you had Mm -hmm. to look like to be an accountant, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that's, like, kind of what the idea of what Strike is. And then Dinner in Noir is we're replacing our brunches with a dinner party. Um, Something swanky. Which will serve
2: as a fundraiser since we're now in On So it's like, miniature galas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, like... I hate using okay, my Okay, cool. we just
2: do unconventional yeah. Yes. things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a gala, but for our generation because yeah. we wanted to be able to address the fact that millennials, there's like studies out there and lots of research that we should probably put on our website um, yeah. that millennials <laughs> want to be socially involved and they want to be active, but what's currently set up for them to get involved may not fit their budget or their mm-hmm. life structure. Mm-hmm. So,. Say I want to go to, this is just an example, I don't know if it's true, like an ASPCA gala. It might be a $250 ticket. I can't afford that as a 26-year-old, but I can maybe afford 50 to $75, mm-hmm. and I want that cool experience, and to know that that money is going towards something Like, I can good. still be a
1: giver at right. this tax bracket that's not and really... And say, like, oh, yeah. yeah,
2: I was a part of that, but yeah. without breaking the bank, because usually when you go to these fundraisers, that's yes. your ticket, and then they want you to give yes. on don't give. yeah yes. So... It's eliminating this whole pool of people that could want to help in some way. And it's so- and circling
1: back because that's one of our, like, as personal people, like, our pillars in life is to give. And so we know that that was a really big force to our quote-unquote success was giving. And so if we can start you off with the foundation of being able to give and understand, like, why you do that – then for us, it's like okay, now you are positioned. You don't have to pay two fifty. Mm-hmm. You can have this cool dinner party experience. Whereas if not, like it's like I'll trade for services to come to your gala, where yeah, yeah. I will you know do something. But I want to be in those rooms with those people, mm-hmm. and you can't ah, afford to be in the rooms. Bringing it back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You can't afford to be in the rooms with those people, but now you know you can, and that's what we want to provide, like things that just don't exist here for us, yeah, in our generation, and make it affordable. And cool, Shereen's cool. favorite word. It's cool. I know, and I feel like it's because I'm getting older, <laughs> and I just <laughs> feel like everything everything, everything cool. is cool. And I'm like, we well, yeah. need to stop using that word. Yeah. No, I'm
0: I'm noticing now that I'm recording my life on this podcast. I'm saying like and um and I'm just another like annoying millennial girl Just <laughs> so I'm trying to work on all that too it's because okay. I like to say super um, super this <laughs> super awesome. cool. cool cool yeah totally so I'm working on that too yeah but, girl um well so we're kind of getting around an hour which y'all have been wow. like super great I haven't had to look at one question we oh have naturally a, a curveball we have naturally been talking so yeah let's see who what is your dream job client brand or project to work on Power Pump Girls. Yeah. <laughs> but with PowerPump girls. Okay. Like Ooh. who like who? Another brand, another celebrity person, whoever. Oh, uh. Mm. Spanx, Sarah Blakely. Oh, yes. Sarah Blakely. Sarah
1: Blakely, yes. Sarah Blakely. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh 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 uh. She's gonna to listen to this. <laughs> we're she's like fested it. Yeah.
2: She's like the ultimate power pump girl. Actually, we are one degree of separation from her with Kenny, Kenny. Wynn. Yeah, we are. Kenny met her and so we're just working on it. We're gonna meet her yeah. one day. It's
1: get a um, demo.
2: Yeah, She's is a power pump girl in every way like she just kind of trailblazed her way created an and industry. she's so relatable
1: like so relatable. her instagram feed to us is like like she's a mom she like in the morning she wakes up and all of her kids get to pick what type of pancake they want and it's like Their hair i all want over the a place. sword with, on a dinosaur and she's like in the kitchen like making she's like i'm doing a sword with a dinosaur and like you know it's just so relatable cuz it's like you're a billionaire and you're still struggling to make pancakes for your 3 year old kid in the morning yeah you she, like
2: yeah, she's yeah. a definite tra- trailblazer. And then, like, subconsciously, we are becoming her, because I personally have a mug collection that I didn't know I was developing, <laughs> and she has, like, a mug shot she does every morning it's with, so like, motivational coffee mugs.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm serious. Or she'll thing. run out to go take her kids to school and forget to put her bra on. Yep. And That's she's strange. Just, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I did that this week. <laughs> in a it's fine do and it I shouldn't time. have told Raina <laughs> but well, I was you know, it's know what it's over. women empowerment yes <laughs> I can do what I want yes yeah. okay <laughs> do no, what I want I
0: think that goes back to the whole like um not wanting to be stingy with knowledge and just like mm-hmm. being transparent and I think like you get like these die hard supporters whenever you're like the most mm-hmm. transparent and vulnerable yeah. and like showing what's actually happening think, versus yeah. trying to like architect this facade. It's like, that's so hard. Like, why
1: would you want to do that? Well, that's what
0: you can do, but like, how does it make you any different than anybody else? Because like, if you're not putting yourself into it, then like, what?
1: Yeah. And
2: And who is going to watch? And I think
1: for us, that would just be so hard because there's two of us and it's like, I mean, can, we can create this, That'd like, be a fake lot to story, keep up. but it is... We have be, enough
2: to keep up as it
1: is. Yeah, for sure. So. Oh,
0: which, speaking of, I wanted to talk to y'all. So, I have your Instagram pulled up here, and Uh-oh. I've noticed y'all were... I mean, y'all have always had good branding. Yeah. But it was, like, lots of, like, muted tones with red, and now it's, like, moved into all these you colors. It? Is that, like... Like conscious is it a conscious thing you're doing?
1: Or? So okay, social I'm uh, media, all about it. No, I'm yeah. Not saying things bad social media is always like a struggle. Like I'm always I'm always drilling Reina. Like I don't like how this looks. I don't like, like. I'm very visual, and our social media has gone from muted to red to now it's like some graphics, some pictures, and it's just like trying to go back and see what it is that our audience actually likes Response and to. responds well to. And I think now we're just finding that groove of. You know, it was super. It was hyper local, and we wanted to get away from that yeah. because right, we're yeah. trying to expand. We're trying to expand, and we're trying to make it a bigger brand. So, what actually speaks to women across the board, and not just the women in Baton Rouge? And yeah, I think so. That it's that's almost changed. become
2: like a feature page yeah. in a way because we're because well, I know you all had to do a takeover. Content. Yeah, and then,
0: like See, so when that. you have people do takeovers, <laughs> that changes the aesthetic dramatically per person. It's so hard. Right. Yeah. But right. that's not like. a problem because like the content like you're having local people or other people not even local talk about with they're passionate about and mm-hmm. what that means to them so i think that's smart but it was just interesting because i remember because i was even thinking about like making you little quote and i was like oh i'll probably have to do red because it's like their color but then i yeah. was looking i was like well it looks like they have all kinds of colors yeah now. we're yeah. colorful now we're yeah like, oh.
1: yeah you you've inspired our chromatic life <laughs> uh, well you know i love them, but i love mason black and white too yeah a lot it's yeah. hard to get away from your the outfit classic. today i love
0: wearing black and white stripes yeah. i have like 90 black and white stripes Beetlejuice, shirts Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> but a pop of color yeah um yeah, no, I I definitely noticed that, but it's like not in a bad way. I think it's like you said earlier, it's evolving. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's kind of just going and it will change again. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> will. Yeah. It will change again. And I think that's important for people to realize, like, just because nothing's like permanent. Mm-mm. Like, not even like the most like I mean, maybe Coca Cola yeah. as like a the script Coca Cola is the same like right. typography they've had forever, but as a brand, they've evolved. They have absolutely very progressive views and different yeah. aesthetic and whatever. And so, like any brand, like can change. And I don't think you need to be stressed out about creating something and thinking that whatever you make today is going to be like the thing. Mm -hmm. I changed my my podcast graphic three times in three days when I started it because I was like, what? I
1: don't know. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite pictures of you and your boyfriend are just like these. Like the, we send them to each other, like, like straight face, like. <laughs> but, it, but it's like a, a funny up? moment. It's like, yeah, we just lost. Our mean yeah, mug. Yeah, yeah, that is to me like hilarious, and we send those to each
0: other. All mm-hmm. time. Oh my god, that cracks me up. Yeah. Well, I'm always just like loving everything, like that picture right now with all the the colorful
2: heels and shoes. Like yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah. I think it's about what. How it makes people feel more than even what it is. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it makes you laugh, if it makes you smile. If you're like, oh, that's cute, like, we pin probably way too many Instagram posts on, like, outfit ideas or, like, yeah. when we take this trip,
1: this is what we're gonna do. like. Yeah. We have photo shoot. We have, like, <laughs> f- photo poses, like, as a real saved folder. Like, right. we're gonna go take a photo shoot, and this no. is one of the poses. That's a, that just means
2: that
0: you have, like, a direction. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're, like, creative directing your own business. And there's and nothing it's wrong with real. that. For real. Yeah. And, like, I mean, in my episode of Crystal Faircloth, like, we were talking about that with her her brand a pinch of lovely like she's like the creative director of like her blog it's like almost her own like publication yeah so like i don't think there's anything to be shameful about like knowing what you want yeah. it to look like and if that means researching other people i mean it's still business it yeah. might sound frivolous because it's like millennial instagram whatever but yeah. it's like yeah. it's the same thing yeah. as like some big company doing research for whatever they mm-hmm. have to do exactly um and you're just like trying to figure out the best way to exemplify yep that yep exemplify I like that word. Sometimes I surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's your quote for the okay. day. <laughs> Sometimes I just, like, come out with these words. And I'm like, I didn't know. I knew that word. I love it. Um. So, last question. I've been kind of deciding. I've been asking everybody this. I think it's going to be, like, the thing I ask everyone. But All what, right, are Guy Roz.
1: Mm-hmm. what Guy Raz. What? Guy Raz from NPR How I Built This. He has oh, a, our well, next you podcast. You he has a like, anchor question he asks. Well, I have too. heard that's a good podcast. I have heard it. It is. But and but his question
2: is about luck I think yeah like what percentage would you account um, your success to luck. like luck or um like that's skill and mm-hmm. like education and experience but it
1: upsets us
2: I know Every, we, we're not going
1: to tell you our answer until we get to guy rise but guy we have the answer it. for you <laughs> tag yeah, guy So Rice just call podcast, us up, up please
0: okay. call okay. us up okay. we're Thank ready you. um yeah well that's like another one I listened to like the influencer podcast with mm-hmm. Julie Solomon I don't know if you'll listen to that one but the last question she asked is, like, what does the word influence mean to you? And Mm -hmm. I kind of like that everyone has a different answer. Yeah. I originally was like, what does do what you want mean to you? But I haven't asked that once. So (laughs) I'm going to stick with this one. But what are – where'd it go? What are three tips you could give or habits you could share with listeners who might be out there wanting to start putting their passion project on, like, the next level?
1: On the next level? Or even just to start it? Um, Tip one, just start it. Mm Boom. Yeah. Yep. What would you say?
2: Um – I would go back to, I always give this answer, but it's true, like, who you surround yourself with. You are only the... Only hang with hustlers. Yeah. Only hang with hustlers. You are the... On brand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> average of the five closest people you hang around. Yeah. So, choose wisely.
1: And then, I would say, um never lose yourself in it Mm -hmm. like just always be authentic to like who you are because that's what people's buy-in is their buy-in to your brand is who you are Mm -hmm. that's why like you can go to walmart and there are 50 lotion brands but i may have a favorite because i'm like i buy into that like Mm -hmm. i like your brand i like what you stand for and so the same thing like even though there may be 50 girl groups or 50 photographers but like the buy-in comes from you just being authentic and never losing yourself in it, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it goes to, like, staying in, in like, your own trajectory, your own mm-hmm. lane, and not, like, worrying too much about what everyone else is doing, but getting yep. inspiration from that, but not, like, yeah. losing yourself in it, because then before you know it, everyone's a carbon copy of each right. other. Yep, and
1: right. you will notice that when you're on your, like, on your path and on your journey, you'll start to see it, but, again, that's what it means to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. You influence the people around you to do those things and i mean you can you can look at it as well hey i'm influencing you know oh, and yeah. i would rather be a good influence than an influence like that's maybe telling you to go jump i don't know what i can say on oh, <laughs> yeah. but you know like, <laughs> like something not negative. negative not a passionate influence yeah, yeah you know but like something that's actually positive and impactful like i would much rather wear that hat all day every day i feel that yeah so where can everyone? What? Wear those pumps? Yeah, where, yeah, I'm wearing oh, my Uggs dang, right now. I'm dang. not. It's okay. I'm in tennis shoes.
0: I like. It's more of like an idea. I want to not necessarily like physical. Well, you're always <laughs> <laughs> yeah on brand. Um, I yeah I love <laughs> pumps, but it's it can't be an everyday thing for yeah. me. But I will say I do feel like a badass when I wear heels, right? Yes. But I only wear heels every now and then, so maybe yeah. I shouldn't. Wear you it. had some badass ones on at your art show. <gasps> they tore up my feet. Yeah, they were cute, at though. Sam Edelman. Please make those them more cushions. Comfortable. God. And like the red marabou feather, like dyed mm-hmm. my toes, it sort looked of, like blood. and so oh. it was just, like red, and it looked like super dramatic. And like you should have put that on your Instagram. I think I did. put it on my story. Oh, yep. I didn't see that. It was really graphic. It was like red toes. <laughs> we
1: like that. We Thanks love that type of another day. Of, yeah. Love a
0: graphic foot. Next story. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can everyone keep up with y'all and Power Pump Girls and everything else?
2: Um, our website is www.powerpumpgirls.org. On Instagram, it's Power Girls Inc. Inc. Same on Facebook. Same on Facebook,
1: and yeah, cop you some merch. Give like, me some. if you want to get involved and support us, cop some merch. So our good merch, merch. Yeah, it's it's a part of the Merch Matters program, mm-hmm. and it every piece of merch that you buy, it matters. It goes right back into the nonprofit and it supports us funding women in the community. So yeah, grab you a shirt. Amazing. Yep. Well. Thanks so much for coming over thanks and for drinking. I don't us. know if y'all could
0: hear, but we were drinking champagne and beer because yep. that is on brand for yep, me. So <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully them too. But thank you so much. Hey y'all, just popping in to give a big thanks to you for listening to this episode of Do What You Want Radio. As always, if you are enjoying what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and follow if you're on Spotify. Show notes for this episode and more can be found at dowhatyouwantradio.com. I am super active on my Instagram account at Jordan Heffler if you're interested in keeping up with me there and I also have a weekly email newsletter that you can subscribe to at jordanheffler.com slash subscribe. Every Thursday I send out a tip of the week along with promotional information about my Do What You Want workshop series. Online e-courses that help you learn to create authentically branded content that leverage growth on your social media platforms all by yourself. I also have Lightroom presets, merchandise, and just general information about my life and photography business in these email newsletters. Y'all are so awesome for listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep doing what you want.
1: (laughs) Did that sound too fake?